Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 533-42 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Hey everybody, welcome back to Letterman Row. I am Austin Ward. That's Jeremy Birmingham and Spencer Holbrook. Uh, and no bearing the lead here. The game is canceled. This is a, a historic game in this historic uh, storied rivalry. Uh, Michigan had to pull the plug uh, after uh, positive tests continue to run through their program. Uh, they notified Ohio State about one o'clock on Tuesday afternoon right in the middle of, of media availability for the Buckeyes while they were preparing. Uh, they had spent a couple days getting their, uh, their hopes up, maybe some optimism that Michigan was returning and going to be able to handle uh, their outbreak the same way that Ohio state did last week and protect uh, the game and keep it uh, played as it has been every year since 1918. That will not happen. Um, before we talk about what's next, uh, Berm is somebody who has lived uh, lived and breathed and been around this rivalry for your entire life. Um, what, what, what's sitting with you right now? Well, I mean, first and foremost, I mean, I, I, I'll be a broken record. It's just the way that the big 10 handled this since August put no flexibility in it. And you knew that there were going to be opportunities for, for this to happen. Um, that said, I think the big 10 has a couple different options of, of how they can rectify the situation. And I hope that they're willing to, to look at it. First and foremost is, you call Northwestern and you say, sorry, no matter what, you're playing Ohio State this Saturday and then play Michigan and Ohio State next Saturday on the 19th and, you know, call this weekend the, the championship game and then let the Big Ten, uh, the real game of the Big Ten schedule get played next Saturday uh, in Columbus anyway. Um, or, as we've talked about, Ohio State could potentially end up playing Maryland. Um, uh, there's so many emotions about it that, that go into it because this game means so much more to people than just a football game. Um, 
and then a year when people have needed an umbrella to cover from the falling poop from everywhere. <laughs> like, I mean, you figured it was probably coming, but uh, the, the poop storm continues and uh, it's pretty, pretty terrible. Yeah. So this is both a rapid reaction to the game being canceled historically. So uh, also a practice report because the Buckeyes are uh, going to go back out on the field this afternoon. They are hoping to play somebody this week. Again, uh, you know, kind of uh, played around with it that the game was this week, but any game would do for the Buckeyes because uh, as of, as I've reported and as we've talked about here, uh, the big 10 is currently not willing or, or expecting to change the six game minimum requirement, which is why, we're having this conversation about uh, the league needing to do stump, something to step in uh, and make sure that the Buckeyes could play on Saturday. What exactly they will do in terms of the schedule or if they decide just to change uh, and, and prepare for December 19th and uh, have Ohio State play Northwestern, who knows? This, uh, this all uh, is very early, but those are the options that have been spelled out. Michigan was trying to play uh, practice on Monday and Tuesday. If they could get to Wednesday, they would have moved forward trying to play the game. Uh, otherwise, you're looking at other cancellations, trying to get a rescheduled game for Ohio State against Maryland, which has always been the most likely uh, backup option. Uh, but you also have Plan C, where if the Big Ten doesn't want to, you know, penalize Rutgers for doing everything right and lose their game against Maryland, then you have to somehow find a way to reward your three-time Big Ten Conference champion and your best college football playoff contender uh, by changing that minimum requirement since they beat Indiana. I know that that is a lot to throw out there all at once, but there are a lot of balls in the air and a lot of moving parts here, Spencer. Yeah, and you don't really know what to think right now because you don't know what's going on in that meeting room. There were times where we thought we had the Big Ten pegged and, and understood what they were doing in August, September, and October, and we had no idea. So you just don't really know where the mindset of the commissioner, all of the athletic directors are. Um, you, you would expect, you know, for example, like in Indiana to fight. You know, we, we've won games that we've been able to stay healthy. We, we deserve a chance at the Big Ten Championship. So there's going to be those kind of discussions, I can imagine. Um, there's just a lot to dissect here, and you don't really know where to turn yet because it's very fresh. Um, we, were, we were expecting to talk about the Ohio State-Michigan rivalry and what this means for, for Ohio State uh, on this, this show, and now we get to talk about scenarios that we have no clue what what the conversations are like right now yeah that took a strange turn Justin Hilliard was right in the middle of I think he had just sat down and maybe taken one or two questions and then he talked about how he prepares for Michigan his whole life and yeah. then he was told the game is canceled and you could see a ghost on his face yeah it, I mean that's you know also for those of us that cover Ohio State or Michigan we are aware of the importance of this to our audience how important it is to get a chance to cover it it's a special, special game. There's nothing like it. And I think that's why I wanted to ask you, Berm, about just the emotional part of it first, because obviously we're going to have a plenty of opportunity later on today, tomorrow, Thursday, if Ohio State has a game to talk about how, you know, what the Big Ten has done, what that means for the playoff or the Big Ten race. But, you know, this is a this is a momentous day when you're talking about something that's been going on for 100 years. And now it's that streak is over and it could have been played in week one. There was talks about that when they rebuilt the schedule that, uh, you know, second Jenga version had Ohio state, Michigan in the middle of it. And, you know, there was so much people were talking about the history. You can't play it in week one. You can't play it. It's gotta be the last week of the regular season. Well, I mean, this, if it's important to play it, it's is another example of the big 10 getting it wrong where they just lost their most valuable property. Yeah. And again, I mean, they could have just done anything different and, 
anyone with foresight would have realized that the opportunity for illnesses and positive tests to be higher in December um, should have been able to figure that out pretty quickly. I mean, that's the way it works in, in the world. But, um, you know, from just an emotional standpoint, you could see it, like I said, in Justin Hilliard's face when that when he got told that. I mean, he was like, uh, I don't believe that. I don't I don't want to believe that. And, you know, Ryan Day was asked about it uh, in his press conference portion today and said, you know, we're, I'm not going to think about that. You don't, you know, he said, if you're asking the question, you know how much it means to even think about it being canceled. Um, and, you know, the, all these kids came back to Ohio State with one thing in mind, and that was to have a chance to, to redeem themselves after the Clemson loss uh, last year. And part of that, and, and a huge part of everything at Ohio State is Michigan. Um, and to, to lose that opportunity, maybe just temporarily, we don't know, uh, the Big Ten's unwillingness to bend in any way, shape, or form, I guess will be put to the test here because they are supposed to be having their athletic department uh, heads, you know, on a phone call tomorrow morning, and they'll, uh, they'll make some decisions. Um, well, this, but, can't, this cannot wait until tomorrow morning. Oh. Well, no, certainly the, the, the league is going to have to decide, you know, if, are they going to take this seriously or not? Because – you can't wait until tomorrow to decide if you're going to remove the six game um, limit. You can't wait till tomorrow to give Ohio state a chance to reach out to teams outside of the league. If you're going to change that rule, which I don't think that they're going to do. Um, and you can't wait until tomorrow. If you're the big 10 and you're going to unilaterally tell Rutgers, Hey, you have to go play someone else this week or, or uh, Purdue, you know, canceling their practice on Tuesday. You don't know, maybe Indi is Ohio state going to play Indiana again. I mean, there's, they just need to know because the Buckeyes have to play a game this Saturday and people need to know where it's going to be and who they're playing against. And um, the league is once again being put squarely in the spotlight for entirely the wrong reason. And, you know, to your point there, the, the, the reason and that pressure that exists is because of all these other decisions they made that were costing the league money. And I, I hate how that sounds that this is what it boils down to for a sport where, a completely different conversation about the players not being paid, but uh, with all of these jobs being impacted, the, the revenue of no one being in the stadium, the only thing you have is your television deal. And Ohio state is the most valuable property in the big 10 and Ohio state against Michigan is the biggest game of the year. Fox drafts it first at the first opportunity it gets, it pays extra to have that big noon game. So the, the potential for reason that we're talking about this, like Fox is telling Michigan, if you can play, you need to play. Uh, and the same will be true for what they'll tell the league office. If Ohio State is ready to play, you need to let them play. It will be right here in our marquee broadcast window, and you'll get, you know, whoever plays gets $5 million or whatever it is uh, just for one game that's on television. The, the schools need that. So, A, that tells you that Michigan's situation is definitely out of control if they're willing to walk away from that amount of money. Um, you know, if they could play, they would play. We're not going to – put on any tinfoil hats here. They're not dodging Ohio State. COVID has hit their program and they couldn't control it. Uh, but Fox will simply not allow the big noon kickoff two weeks in a row, December 12th and December 19th, to not have Ohio State be part of it when they are the best team in the league. That's just a simple fact. Yeah, you, you can't do it. You can't do it. And you can't leave your television partner out to dry like that. Because Fox has poured so many resources and so much money. And again, like you said, Austin, I, I kind of hate to look at this through, uh, through green colored glasses with, with all the money that we're talking about. But you really cannot leave Fox out the dry with this. The athletic directors, the commissioner, they all have to come together and, and 
and really figure out what they're going to do. Because if they don't, then you're going to have a lot of issues when you come back to the negotiating table, whenever that may be, because, you know, there are, there are different times where you can extend contracts and you lose all leverage. If you, if you lose both Ohio state, Michigan and Ohio state in the big 10 championship game. And right now, as it currently stands on Tuesday afternoon at two o'clock, they've lost both of them. So, so there has to be something done here in the next, I would say 12 to 18 hours to get this thing rectified. And again, that's part of the, the other argument, which is more important to, uh, you know, Ryan Day or the Buckeyes and that are in the Woody, which is the competitive aspect, which, mm -hmm. of course, they want to play. They wanted to play Michigan. They will play anybody. They want to win the Big Ten championship. They're in position to do so. And as Berm said, they came back uh, with the goal to get back to the college football playoff and win the national championship. For the Big Ten to maintain, after all of these decisions, any credibility for their championship, they have to make the steps so that the two best teams and the only teams that are possible to win the East have a chance to win it fairly on the field. And then you don't have to raise any questions of, oh, you just made the rules and kowtowed to Ohio State. That's not what this is about. This A, there's a financial discussion. B, you can, or 1A, however you want to put it. There's also, are you going to continue to be taken seriously as a football conference? And I know that that sounds very stupid to people uh, in the midst of a pandemic, and I'm not trying to elevate it above that in any conversation. But from what we're talking about here, in terms of competitiveness and continuing to guarantee that there's a Big Ten football uh, conference as we know it moving forward, this is the opportunity that you have to act. You have no choice. You can't just sit on your hands. Yeah, and then, you know, it's also maybe potentially unfair to Ohio State to have to play Indiana again, but maybe that's what has to happen. The Buckeyes are certainly not going to be afraid of anyone or, or try to duck out of any game. But as we said, we're, we're in a very tight window here, uh, like Justin Fields throwing the ball to Chris Olave down the sideline type of tight window to get this to happen. And something needs to be done within the next, you know, like Spencer said, 18 hours. I mean, it's 2 o'clock on Tuesday for anyone who's hoping to cover a football game this weekend, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, us, us, um, you know, we need to know where the hell we're going. We need to have these things in place. And uh, it just seems like the, the league, again, I, I said it after the Illinois debacle, um, the Illinois cancellation, whatever you want to call it, that the, the league knew that this was going to come up at some point. And the fact that they don't have contingency plans already in place is just another indictment into the leadership of the league. And um, certainly I agree. It, it has long-term uh, ramifications for the conference when it comes to their standing in, in the world of college athletics. I doubt that Kevin Warren is very concerned about you and I's uh, travel plans this week, Berm, but certainly uh, Ryan Day would like to put in a game plan. And this extends to everyone else in the Big Ten. Uh, there, there have to be dominoes that fall. There's no way to deny that at this point because the game is canceled. Uh, this is a, a huge, huge deal, uh, and the fallout is going to be significant. We're going to try and uh, wrap our minds around it the best we can and provide the most up-to-date information that we can about Ohio State uh, and where they go from here on Letterman Row. This has been the Buyers Auto Practice Report slash Rapid Reaction. That's Jeremy Birmingham and Spencer Holbrook. I am Austin Ward. Stick with us. Whenever we have more information for you, we'll bring it to you at LettermanRow.com. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. 
That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Fanduel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York.